Welcome to the Sales Not Selling Podcast, where veteran sales professional Stacy Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Hello, and thank you for joining me on my podcast, Sales Not Selling. My name is Stacy Garrett. I just celebrated my 24th year of successfully selling promotional products. My goal with this podcast is to share small nuggets of information I hope will help you be more successful in sales and hopefully a little happier while doing it. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the new way we are doing business meetings. That is virtual meetings using video call platforms like Google Meet, Zoom, Teams, or any number of other formats. It may not feel like it's that new at this point, but I think the difference now is that it doesn't really feel like it's temporary. When we first started embracing this type of meeting format, it was out of necessity because of a global pandemic. Now, it's just the new norm. Not everyone likes this way of meeting, especially seasoned sales professionals. I can somewhat understand why, but I don't think it's going anywhere. So now's the time to just embrace it and then make the most of these meetings. So let's talk first about why people don't seem to like this kind of meeting. I can only speculate based on what I've heard and read, but I think a lot of seasoned sales professionals don't like it because it's different. Simple as that. Change is hard like hard. As a self-proclaimed old person, I get it. When we switched over to SharePoint in our office, I really didn't think I would ever learn it. And I still don't think I know it, but at least I'm figuring it out. Okay, so change is hard, but why else? This is going to sound horrible, but I also think there is a bit of the long-term sales professionals that relied on a handshake and a round of golf to get business done. Now, this isn't necessarily the case anymore, so it's a little uncomfortable. Do I think those traditional ways of making sales is completely gone? Heck no. I don't personally play golf, but I still take clients to pedicures, lunches, coffee, cocktails, you name it. But I actually rarely talk about business with those or use it to, quote, close the deal. But more often, to just get to know them a little better and have a little fun. The majority of our sales role time is during meetings. Actually, almost always they're virtual with actionable items we discuss, brainstorm, and then have follow-up from. Now, I recently moved to Hawaii, a plane ride from the main office in Portland, Oregon. I was able to do this because I thought about my client interactions a lot. I really thought about it. And even the clients that were five miles from my office chose to meet with me virtually. So why did I feel like I needed to be close to the office to successfully work with them? In-person stuff is important. I'm not denying that, but it is less important than I feel like it has ever been. And so now my goal here is to help you do the best job you can in embracing this new normal. Let's talk about some really great aspects of this new virtual meeting dynamic. Think about how many more meetings you can do because you don't have to drive from place to place. Maybe you're even flying. 
Think about the gas and money you're saving not having to drive or fly. All that time wasted looking for the perfect parking spot? Oh my goodness, I remember one time I was meeting with a newer client and I got to their office in time, no problem, but there was no parking for blocks. I mean, I had to park probably five blocks away after driving around for 10 minutes at least. Then I had to hoof it five blocks in, yeah, you guessed it, high heels. I ended up being late, which I really hate, and I was literally dripping sweat when I walked in. Of course, the client was super gracious to me and even handed me a tissue to wipe off the sweat, which made me sweat more, let's be honest, because I was so embarrassed. Now, I still work with this person even after he has moved as an executive with two other companies. So thankfully, he didn't hold that against me. This may sound somewhat extreme, but if you've been in sales for a few years, you more than likely have had an example like that. Now let's talk about parking tickets, because what happens if the meeting went longer than you expected and had paid the parking meter for? Oh wait, that hasn't happened to you? Just me? Okay, cool, yeah. Well, there are stories like this, and they go on and on. And now, with virtual meetings, we don't have to deal with that. Another great thing about virtual meeting is you don't really have to get quite as done up as you do for an in-person meeting. I mean, I almost never wear shoes on a virtual meeting, but I always did for in-person meetings. Now, Teams even has a Maybelline add-on, so it even does a little makeup for me so I can skip that step also. Now, let's just talk about brilliant marketing. I still dress like I'm going to a meeting, minus the shoes, of course, but that's more for my attitude about being at work. So much time can be saved by doing virtual meetings. But as a sales professional, you need to make sure you're putting your best foot forward during these meetings. So here are a few more tips. Turn on your camera. Okay, this may make some of you cringe. And for others, you're like, well, duh, of course. But I've actually heard so many stories about people that don't have their cameras on. Someone in my LinkedIn network talked about how they were meeting with a sales rep that was trying to sell them something and how they never turned on their camera and how offended she was that they didn't do it and had no reason given for not having it on. For sure, there is a company culture for lots of corporations and even teams that you don't have your camera on. I personally can't believe it, but I know a very large tech corporation that has meetings and almost no one has their cameras on. I even heard of someone that had their camera on and no one else did. So people were messaging them, telling them their camera was on in case they didn't realize it. Okay, I mean, I just can't imagine this, but I suppose if it's not a sales or relationship building meeting, then maybe it doesn't matter as much. I personally think it does because even if it's just your coworkers, isn't this part of the way you're building a relationship with the team members? Don't you want to be able to recognize your team members even if you don't see them in the office every day? Okay, I'm digressing, but I have a situation I want you to think about. You are in a meeting with six people. Four are your customer. And two consist of you and a fellow sales professional trying to get business from this customer. Two of the four people that are your customer are off camera with no explanation. What are you assuming? For me, I'm assuming they're only partly listening because mostly 
they're checking and responding to their email. Now, I could totally be wrong. I could be projecting my own feelings about what I'm doing if I attend a meeting and I am off camera. Uh Uh-oh, spoiler there if I'm ever off camera with you. Either way, if the person is off camera, it gives the feeling that they're not paying full attention. Do you want your potential or existing client to think that? I mean, I highly doubt it. So my suggestion is that you give an explanation of why you're off camera if you're going to go off camera and make it real and personal. I like to add humor. So I might say, I'm totally here, but I have a black eye from falling last night. No, just kidding. I just moved and my office is a total mess. Or, hey, I'm having some technical difficulties, so I'm off camera, but I'm totally here. I appreciate when someone says why they're off camera because I'm driving or I'm doing something else. As a salesperson, that also cues me in that they're not taking notes. So the note-taking responsibility falls on me. So I make sure and do a good follow-up email with the notes from our meeting since they were driving and couldn't safely do it. I have been known to be asked to jump on a virtual call with a client on a day when I didn't expect to have any calls. So I'll explain that I'm happy to jump on a call, but I'm wearing a hoodie and a ball cap because I didn't have any calls scheduled. That way they know that I'm not trying to be unprofessional, but I'm also explaining why I'm so casual. Okay, another little tip, get good lighting. There are so many lighting options that allow for you to not look like a ghost or look like you're in a cave. They are not expensive and don't have to be fancy. The lights just help you look like you for your client or prospect so they can see you. We're not trying to make you look like a glamour shot photo. Now I'm dating myself with that one, aren't I? But This isn't for Instagram worthy photos, just so they can actually see your face. I have had several different versions I've used, but my most recent one is a simple camera and light that was just 25 bucks. And that way I can actually move my camera around so the position is right depending on how I'm sitting on my desk or where I'm looking. The laptop one is fine, but it doesn't have as good of an angle and it didn't have lighting. So just invest a little bit of money and get a good light and camera for your video calls. Okay, so everything is about balance. Should you say absolutely no way you will do an in-person meeting? No, of course not. Should you say you will never do a virtual meeting? Again, nope. It's about embracing what works best for your clients and you and putting your best foot forward. I don't see this way of doing business changing anytime soon. So I encourage you to jump on board and do some of these things I'm suggesting you may find that you just gained enough time to take that Adobe Illustrator class because of the time you're saving driving back and forth to meetings. I appreciate you joining me for the Sales Not Selling podcast today. I would really love to see this podcast get into more people's devices. Can you help me by sharing this with someone you know that's in sales or maybe a small business owner? I would sincerely appreciate it. If you think of a topic you'd like me to discuss or have any suggestions for me to make this podcast better, let me know by connecting at Stacy Garrett 29, that's S-T-A-C-Y-G-A-R-R-E-T-T, lucky number 29 on LinkedIn, or you can find my podcast page on LinkedIn and Facebook by searching sales, not selling. Have a wonderful day and Keep on being the best you.